Welcome, 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 everyone, to another exciting, great edition of Suplexes, Scores, and Safe Points, your daily home for all things wrestling, sports, and video games. I am Ryan. As always, I'm being joined by my brother, my co-host, Nathan. Oh, we got a new console. And our very special guest today, he is back, ladies and gentlemen, it is Jeff. Didn't know about that new console, but excited to hear about it, Nathan. Oh, yeah. We've got a lot going on. Uh, video games, this week has been slow for news, but boy, oh, boy, did stuff drop today. Um, and uh, we're going we're gonna to jump on into this. We're going to be doing predictions for Slammiversary and Money in the Bank later on in the show. But we're going to start it off today with video games. And as Nathan mentioned, uh, we got a new console. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, made by Valve. Uh, apparently, they were like, well, if Nintendo's not going to do a Switch Pro, we might as well do one. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, yeah, this thing is a beast. Uh, it's, it's, a handheld from, uh, yeah, it's a new handheld from Valve. Uh, it's called the Steam Deck. Uh, it, it, uh, it's got a 7-inch screen. Uh, it can go 1080p in handheld mode, unlike the Switch. Um, it's going to play, basically, it's going to be a, a system that's beefy enough with the specs and everything to play PC games on the go. Yeah. And, um, uh, the specs on this pricey, thing. Though, it, it's pricey. It's very pricey. The specs on this thing are on par with the Series X and PlayStation 5. Um which is crazy because it's on the go. Um, it will come with a dock like the it's sold separately, but it will have a dock to connect it to a TV or computer monitors. Um, and you log in with your Steam account and all of your Steam library, library will be available when you log in. So there you go. So if you're, if you're a person who has a bunch of Steam games, uh, this will be perfect for you. Uh, you can play your Steam games on the go. Um, this will probably be a huge hit. Now, what, was uh, the price be, like what was that, Jeff? Sorry about that. Uh, oh, you're good. Uh, I was just wondering now, what is the price looking like on that? Okay. So there's... okay. That's where it gets interesting here. Because uh, the base model 64 gigs of data. Internal is, storage. Uh, three, yeah. 399 for the base model. Oh. So that's, that's pretty pricey. Um, a step up above that, you get into the 220 or is it 250 gig? 256 gig SSS SSD storage and exclusive Steam Community Profile Bundle. Yeah, that'll go. That'll run you five hundred thirty dollars. Woo! The may and then there's one more model. Uh, five hundred and twelve gigabytes of SS SSD storage. And an anti-glare etch glass screen. And the price for that one is $650. Man, they got me sounding like Ric Flair out here with all this wooing going on. <laughs> um, there's one I catch. If you would like to get this, you have to pay Valve $5 to reserve a spot in line to pre-order. Those reservations open tomorrow uh, at 1 p.m. So. Um, yeah, this game or this 
the system launches in December. So yeah, it'll be it'll be out this so, year. So to me, it seems like with them taking that big pre-order there, it seems like to me they only have about four of them made right now, and they need the extra <laughs> funding to build about a hundred more. <laughs> yeah, it seems that way. I wouldn't doubt it. That's the way companies work nowadays. Um, there's also a couple other things here. The specs are on it, but. Uh, it does have a built-in mic, built-in mic uh, for playing multiplayer. Um, battery-wise, they said it's about two to eight hours, depending on the settings you're doing. Um, you can play Portal 2 in the highest settings for four hours. Um, if you limit it to 30 pr- frames per second, you can go up to eight hours. So, right. So uh, basically, the gonna be, basically, it's going to be a portable gaming PC is yeah. what they're trying to go for here. Which sounds interesting to me because I've never been a PC gamer, but this does sound interesting to me. Um, I I have a few uh, Steam games, and one of them being uh, Fire Pro, by the way. Uh, and I would I would kill to be able to play that anywhere. That would right. be because I don't I cooking a controller up to my computer is not I don't have one yet, and so I have to play with the mouse. Man, if I could play that game with a ooh boy. Uh, now what this thing looks like yes it kind of it, it kind of looks similar to the switch it's like a beefy switch <laughs> but the it's got two thumbsticks that are all the way at the top of the of the system yeah very top very weird i'm not sure how that's gonna feel I mean, it's better uh, than the alternative, according to the stats. I mean, it's better than lugging around a big old desktop in your pet backpack. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. That's what that's what we did in the nineties. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, uh, so, but yeah, that's got uh, the four face buttons below one stick. It's got a D pad below the other stick. It's got two touch pads. I don't know why you need two touchpads, but it's got two touchpads. Uh, it's also game. got touch screen. Um, it's got uh, the top R and L buttons, R and L triggers, but then it's got four, four buttons macro buttons. Yep. Yeah, four <laughs> macro buttons on the bottom because this is playing PC games. So, you know, some PC games need a lot more buttons than your average, you know, console game. Yeah, games like those shooters and certain games you need 20 buttons for crap uh so you can map those in as other buttons so it's gonna be interesting ryan i, I don't know it's really expensive but they, they piqued my interest um people are comparing it to the switch uh, it looks like the, the they're calling them joy cons they're not joy cons but it looks like the it's not detachable um the butt like the controllers um but that might be a good thing that might mean that there won't be drift on this one Ah, the drift Ooh. has to do with the sticks, though. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. But the Joy-Cons, this is all built into one system. It's not detachable. There's no... So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, it's got a built-in mic. Um, the aspect ratio is 1280 by 800, uh, 1610 aspect ratio. Um, it does have Bluetooth, so you can actually hook a controller or your own headphones or whatever into it. Um, yeah. This thing is looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be pricey, but I guarantee this will be a huge hit, especially for PC gamers. 
who are so if that's the case though i mean you know if this thing starts selling like hotcakes it starts selling we might actually be able to get ps5s and xbox one series x's in stock somewhere <laughs> that would be nice that would be nice uh Another new story here, Ryan. I, I only got two, so I'll let you take over after this. Okay. Uh, you know, some it's become commonplace nowadays, you know, when you download a game or buy a game, you have to have like a patch right after you buy it. You yeah, know? usually. It really sucks. But another thing that's become commonplace is when you buy games, some of the Yeah, uh, Resident Evil Reverse. I don't understand. Uh, it, it 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 came with Resident Evil Eight or Village. Um, it came with it. It was supposed to launch when that launched. Um, they said it would be delayed till this month. Um, and now it's saying that yeah, it could slip back into year twenty twenty two. Um, apparently there were issues. They had like a open betas and apparently they didn't go well uh apparently there were a lot of issues with the game it didn't work right so they're pushing it back to try to i guess make it better to to more the, the official quote was from the official twitter was resident evil reverse is being moved to 2022 so that the team can continue working to deliver a smooth gameplay experience which basically means oh this shit does not work <laughs> yeah I mean, at least they aren't trying to force it on us and, you know, release it. They say they've taken time to develop it and, you know, and release it still with glitches like Cyberpunk. I mean, they saw how that game failed, so. You do have a point there, Jeff. That, that is true. At least, at least they're going to get it out when it's ready. It's just kind of sucks when you buy a game and half the game is not there. Right. I mean, look. In all honesty, this was a free game. Uh, this was just a completely free add-on to Resident Evil Village. I, it sucks because I really was interested in this, and I really wanted to give this a shot. So, I mean, I'll wait. Um, but it's a free game, and this has become completely normal now in this in the 2020s here. Um, this has been completely normal for games to be delayed and pushed back to make sure it's the best they can be, except for certain uh, games. Um, so, um, mm -hmm. we'll see. I, I, it's a free game. So if they're going to wait, make it as good as I can, it's fine. I'll, I will definitely give it a shot when it actually does come out though. So, um, I got a few more games. You dove over two that I was going to talk about. So there you go. You, you, you kind of knocked me down a little bit. Um, we talked about a couple, I think this was a couple months ago about a rumor that Netflix, um, was trying to get into the video game market. Um, it has now been confirmed, um, basically. They have added in the former EA and Oculus um, main person. Um, he's coming over to work with Netflix on a gaming division. Um, and it's apparently going to be a, you know, just part of the physical Netflix that you download, that you have on your TV or your at my whatever it's gonna be uh it'll be uh 
it'll be a new genre on the platform. Like they have different genres, you know, documentary, stand up, horror. It'll just be a genre on there. So. So it's it shows and movies, or is no, it's going to be games? apparently it's going to be video 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 games, like actual video games. I don't uh, know how uh, that's going to work. I don't know how that would work if you have like a Netflix how, TV. How how many of these are we going to get? I mean, we got Amazon Luna coming out. We got the Google Stadia. We got the Xbox X Cloud. Now we're gonna have this. Um. I thought you wanted. If, if this is true, that Walmart rumor is probably not far behind. Walmart's going to have their own streaming. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh God. So, I don't know. But uh, they hired Mike Verdu to be the vice president of game development. He was he was the senior vice president of mobile for electronic arts. <laughs> and he was also uh, the vice president of content at Facebook Reality Labs, which is Oculus. So. They did hire someone who has some experience, so we'll see what that does. I, I just wondering how like you make that work on a like if you have Netflix on your TV, how that how's that gonna work? I just very not like... smoothly. <laughs> I mean, I could see. I, I don't know. I I don't. I just don't see how it could be added on, like you know, just an add-on on their service, unless it's all games that you like use a controller for, like a remote. Uh, probably, I don't know. They'll probably have uh, some kind of Bluetooth. I don't know. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. I have a smart TV and I have a Netflix app. How is that going to work? Science, Ryan. Science. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it looks like we may be having a million uh, net video game streaming services out there. Um, to add to Amazon Luna and uh, Google um, Stadia. So, um, yeah, we, we video games are taking off here. Uh, we are we are in a uh, in uncharted territory, I would say. Yeah. Um, um, I think that might be all I've got, but I do have some game releases today. We got a big one on the. Right. We got a big one today, fellas. Got a big one. I say that, and it's going to be a disappointment when I get to it. But <laughs> um, we've got Guild of Dark Steel uh, for the PC and the Switch. We've got Wizard for the Switch. Blaster Master Zero Two for the Xbox Series X and Xbox One. We've got Lost at Sea for the PS5. Little Witch. Yes! Oh, sorry. <laughs> Little Witch Academia VR Broom Racing uh, for the PC and PS4 for Steam VR, PlayStation VR, and Oculus VR. So you can broom race. That's... Yeah. Um, Heck yeah. We've got Bat. We got Batbarian Testament of the Primordials uh, for the PS4. Why would you name a game that like that? You try getting a ten-year-old to say that, they'll be like, "I don't. I just want that game. <laughs> I want the one. I want that one." That comes out for the Xbox One and PS4, and Blood Roots for the Xbox One, Xbox Series X. That's actually out now, straight to Game Pass. So it's an indie um, game um, that's out 
directly on Game Pass. But the big one, fellas, the big one today, Space Jam, A New Legacy, the game is out officially on Xbox One and Xbox Series X. I haven't even heard anything about that. Like, I just, what the hell? It is a fighting game. Uh, say what now? It's a 2D, <laughs> it is a 2D side-scrolling fighting game. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> it, might, it might be the successor to Shaq Fu. All right. Like <laughs> That's the big one, fellas. That was the big one. <laughs> I, I am intrigued. I might check it out. Depending on how much they want for it. I don't know. I mean, if I could beat up LeBron James all day, I mean. Uh, you get to play as LeBron James. You're not going to beat up LeBron. Come on. He's, he, his ego is too soft for that. Um, but then that's all for video games. We can transition over to uh, some sports. Yeah, what did we uh, have yesterday, Ryan? Uh, not much. We had we had, <laughs> we had the NBA Finals though. We had Game Four, a very very good yeah. game. Uh, Bucks and Suns at Milwaukee. This game was back and forth, tied at halftime. Um, we had a. Uh, it went back and forth. I, I, I did really did not know idea who was going to win this one. Um, Devin Booker put up 42 points, uh, leading the way for uh, every every score. Um, Chris Middleton put up 40 for the Bucks. Uh, Giannis put up 26 for the Bucks. In the end, the Milwaukee Bucks take game four, 109-103, which means we are tied at two and two in the finals. Oh Man. boy! Great series. I think this one's going. I think this was going seven, right? I think so. Um, unless the team wins the next two, yeah, I think we're gonna have a seven-game series on our hands, um, which is great. I'm all for that. Um, this was a very good game. It was back and forth. It was tied at halftime. Um, the momentum shifts went crazy here, um, and I actually watched this one. So. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Devin Booker, uh, real quick, made a he had set a record. Nathan, uh, last night, yes. he has scored 542 points just this postseason. That is the most ever for a player in his first postseason. Wow, that is a lot. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, but there you go. Either way, we're getting a new a champion that's never been champion before. So I'm liking it. Well, Milwaukee won one back in like the fifties or something. Yeah, that don't count. It'll be the first one anyone any of us have seen. So <laughs> um what else do we have in sports? Baseball's not back yet, right? Uh baseball, yeah, they uh they're back tonight. Uh there's a game. Well, there's supposed to be a game tonight. Um Supposed to be Red Sox and Yankees, but it has been postponed due to a Yankees positive test for COVID-19. So that game will not be happening. So there will be no baseball back tonight. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, you know, I don't really know. <laughs> oh, I got some boxing news. Got some boxing news. Boxing. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fury and Wilder 3 got signed. It is happening. They finally put pen to paper. I'm assuming that Wilder's still going to fight at 300 pounds. I don't know. I still don't know if that's a good idea. 
Man, if that's the case for Deontay, he's going to have to cut down his walkout time. <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, I think their fight is signed for October. I can't remember the date, though. I know it's in October. Um, let me see if I can find it. Uh, October 9th. October 9th in Vegas. Um, we had the WNBA All-Star game last night. Uh, yeah. Team And Team USA lost. The team that's going to be representing us in the Olympics lost to Team WNBA 93-85. They got to follow suit with the men. You know, you gotta, they got to lose their first two and then win their next one. <laughs> you know, got to make the Olympics interesting. And, uh... Quigley from the Chicago Sky. Allie Quigley won her third career three-point contest. Um, is there anything? I'm else? assuming there was no slam dunk contest. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got some NASCAR news, Jeff. Do you want to talk about some NASCAR news? Yeah, so um, big news out of NASCAR today. A bunch of drivers changing names for the 2021 season or well, I guess 2022 season, um, we see Brad Keselowski moving on from Penske. Uh, that's a big move. He's been with Penske ever since he entered into the Cup Series. Um, he's rumored to be going to Roush Fenway, taking part ownership of that. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but some names getting called up. Austin Sindrick, his dad is actually a crew chief in the IndyCar Series for Team Penske. He will be taking over the duties of the two from Brad Keselowski. And Harrison Burton, in a shocking move, will move from Toyota Racing Development Team, uh, Joe Gibbs and Xfinity, up to the Cup Series in the Wood Brothers famous number 21. Nice. Nice. See, Nathan, Jeff's our resident NASCAR uh, sports. I am digging it. I am digging it. I like it. Every time we got NASCAR news, we'll bring him in and he can can hit it. I feel like like Jeff needs to be on our Monday podcast every day so we can get the NASCAR. Hell yeah, yes, sir. And I mean, I, I'd be down for it. Uh, just like, uh, you know, NASCAR is getting crazy. All the rumors and new moves coming up. Uh, Pitbull's going to be looking for a second driver for track house racing to match with Daniel Suarez. People believe it to be Kurt Busch uh, or it could be some unlikely name from the Xfinity series getting their shot. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, yeah. uh, speaking of NASCAR, I know it's a little early, but we're going to talk about it. They will be at New Hampshire this weekend. We are only one, two, three, five races away from the playoffs. So we're getting down to the nitty gritty here. Now, remember, uh, back at Pocono, Ryan, whenever I was on the podcast, um, you know, when they were there, I said, watch out for the Stuart Haas team here in the second half of the season. And they're consistently inside the top 20 now. They were having problems getting inside the top 20 earlier in the year. Now, you know, Briscoe, Harvick, them, they're consistently running from – eighth place to 15th so they're making their way up there yeah they're getting there uh look at look at jeff making us legit (laughs) (laughs) uh kyle larson still leading the way uh in the points um yeah so well yeah we have jeff on monday talk about the nascar race every uh that happened that's (laughs) well definitely have to have him on this monday because we're gonna have to talk about these these wrestling pay-per-views so he's gonna have to Come on and yeah, talk about well, that. Uh, we'll be there. 
probably gonna have to fill in for me all week next week. I'll be on vacation. You're still on. You're gonna be on. You're gonna be on another vacation. I can't help it. Gosh, it happens. I'm being, yeah, I'm being <laughs> held against my will. All right, all right um, let's get into the. the oh, go ahead. Uh, real quick, uh, Bradley Beal will not be playing for Team USA as he has to enter the COVID protocol. So they're um, they're looking for a replacement for Bradley Beal. So the team that's already lost twice now has to already freaking drop a player. So it's great. It's gonna, uh, I, this Olympics is going to be interesting. Let me tell you. Alex Caruso, is he out of jail yet? He might be able to replace him. <laughs> All right, you ready to jump into wrestling, Ryan? Yeah, let's 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 get into it. Yeah, we had a we had a we had a dynamite with Oh yeah, that was a. Uh, you know, I'm not sure what's going on between Hangman and uh, Kenny. There seems like Kenny's ducking him a little bit, but. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we had. Uh, yeah. Uh, night hey, one. Jeff, Jeff, Jeff kind of got the, the 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 main event right. I ain't gonna lie. Kind of got it right. He called his shot. Yep. Um, let's makes get into. Makes me a little nervous. Let's get into the show. Um, we started the night off with the United IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship match. John Moxley defending against Carl Anderson. Not gonna lie, this was a decent match. I was gonna say this is probably Carl Anderson's best match yeah. of the last two. Three, I am five. not a huge Carl Anderson fan, but I really like this match. Well, you got something against the dangly? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Very good match. Uh, Back and forth, uh, this match. uh, Anderson kind of controlled this match, most of it. Yeah. Which is honestly every John Moxley match. He gets his ass kicked the whole time, hits his main move, and it's over. Uh, Moxley countered. He went for – Anderson went for a top rope gun stun. Uh, Moxley countered it into a lariat, then hit the paradigm shift to get the victory. Um, after this yeah, match, match, Lance, I like very good match. After this match, Lance Archer challenged him to a match next week in a Texas death match for the title. Oh boy, I that's, have a feeling he might lose that one. And well, that's I the, think, Ar- I think it, Archer might take that title back to uh, back to New Japan. Well, so isn't that? Sure that- isn't that the match they had when uh, Moxley beat him? Yeah. Like Texas Death? Yeah. yeah. Probably get his match back. Uh, yeah, he's probably going to take that title back to New Japan because that's the rumor if he wants that yeah. at all. Uh, we had Andrade and an Andrade promo. This was whatever. He just said he was looking for Death Triangle, and that was it. Why? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. There was, there's oh, no, Randy. Uh, Nothing behind that. Like, what the yeah. hell? Yeah, it was very random. Um, and then we had the FTW championship match. So we had two championship matches on this show. Neither one of them officially recognized by AEW. Uh, <laughs> we had Ricky Starks and Brian Cage, the, quote, champion. Um, Cage, I assume, was supposed to be the face here, but the fans were 100% on Ricky Starks' side. Yeah, and uh, this was... Uh... Start out sloppy a little bit. Uh, he almost dropped uh, Cage. Almost dropped Starks on his head a couple times. Yeah, what's but, uh, great to do to a guy who has a broken neck? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but after that, it, it got good. I liked it. Um, there was a spot where uh, Starks power bombed 
That was crazy. Out of the out of the corner, pretty sure this one girl had orgasm face. It was crazy. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it was it was there were a lot of good near falls. This was a good match. <laughs> uh, very good match. Towards the end, um, uh, Starks was going to use the belt. Um, Hobbs stopped him from doing it, um, and then Hook distracted the referee. Hobbs hit Cage with the belt. Starks hits him with a spear, and Starks wins the FTW championship, and then Taz celebrates with Starks, Hobbs, and Hook. So I guess officially Brian Cage is now out of Team Taz. Yeah. Um, hopefully they start doing something with that title, like do more with it. Can they, can they just make it an official title? Make it the Dark Championship or something. <laughs> um, and then we had Cody Rhodes call out Malachi. They had a good promo back and forth. And then they, I like this, I like this Malachi promo. Malachi had a great promo. Cody, not so much. Malachi, yes. See, Malachi has, you know, and he has that distinct feature about him. You know, he could have changed his persona. He could have changed what he did from WWE with the eye, anything like that. But <laughs> this dude knows continuity. Exactly, I love it. He, he gets uh... he gets wrestling. He gets that. He knows that people watch WWE, and he's still he's one of those guys that feel like that kayfabe's still like somewhat there for him, exactly, Except, yeah. at least on TV. And this was great. The promo was great. Um, and then they that the, the promo about shooting the horse was great. I, I then they got into a brawl, and then and they finally AEW finally did something right with this brawl because they finally had the officials come out and break them up because usually that does not happen. So maybe they're they're getting it. Hey, I'm telling you, the first hour of this show, I liked it. This, this, not much wrong. I'm not gonna lie. This match was, this show was actually kind of good. I don't say that a lot about AEW. Um, then we had a Hangman Page promo. Um, and he was going to call out Omega, but then uh, Callus and the rest of the elite uh, all came out with Omega and all of them. Um, Matt Jacks, I, I really wish they wouldn't let the Young Bucks talk. <laughs> Didn't want them to talk. Or um, Kenny Omega. Or Kenny Omega. Cowboys should do all the talking. Um, uh, he challenged him to a match, and then uh, Omega said he agreed, but he upped the ante to a five-on-five elimination-style match, so basically a Survivor Series match, between the Dark Order and the Elite. Um, that if he, when he wins... Page said that then when he wins, he wants a world title shot and the Dark Order gets a tag team title shot. Um, and then Omega said, okay, we'll take that. But if you lose, then you can't challenge me for the title. I like it. And then they we got had... a match with some stakes. And I like that they made it elimination because now it's not just a boring New Japan five on five match. So uh, this was good. I had no complaints here. Again, the show started off hot. Kind of went downhill after that, but it, it started off hot. Definitely. I'm real interested to see on who's going to be representing uh, the Dark Order. Because, I mean, they got like, what, 18 different members? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's insane. If uh, I guess, I would say it's going to be 10. Um, obviously, Hangman, Alex Reynolds, Stu Grayson, uh, Evil Uno, and then the last one can be whoever. Yeah. That's what I think. It'll be, a, it'll be Uno and Grayson. And then 10, and then maybe Colt. Maybe they'll throw Colt Cabana in there. I guess he's an official member. 
Um, and then we had uh, Jericho being interviewed. Um, and then uh, Sean Spears and MJF break in. Um, and then uh, MJF said, next week, it's your first labor. You have to take on Sean Spears in a match where Sean Spears is legally allowed to use a chair and Jericho can't. <laughs> that was, I, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to, I am not looking forward to seeing Jericho wrestle possibly five matches in a row, like each week. A yeah. match a week. I am not looking forward to that. So basically what you're saying is with that stipulation, the rest going to get knocked down and Jericho's going to use a chair. Yep. 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 That's a hundred percent what's going to happen. <laughs> I can God guarantee. <laughs> uh, then we had a WWE match. Uh, we had Christian cage versus Matt Hardy. This was a hundred percent, a WWE style match and the crowd kind of died for it for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they were, they were excited at first, but yeah, they kind of died down. Uh, this match wasn't horrible. No, it was a good match. It just wasn't the AEW style, and the crowd kind of was like, we're not here to see this. Christian took a really crazy bump on the stairs. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like that. No, considering like, he has concussions. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was rough. Um, apparently, it was said on commentary that Christian had never beaten Hardy one-on-one, which is unbelievable. I, But I guess... Um, JR played this match up, but man, I hate it when they play up a match that has history from another company. It's just like, you know, yeah, everyone knows that they've had a 20 year history or whatever, but that was, that was somewhere else. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought it was over Hardy hit a low blow, um, and then hit a twist of fate. And then he hit him with the leech, his submission outside the ring. Christian basically no sold it, ran into the ring, hit the kill switch from one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, it was kind of weird. He got back in the ring and dropped him like real quick. He, he had him in the leech. He got at nine. Christian stood up, ran into the ring, countered him, hit him with the kill switch, and it was over. And I was like, "What the hell just happened?" It's like I'm somebody got on the. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. It sounds like somebody got on the rest. Michael's like, "Hey, in this shit." Uh, then we had Miro, uh, and the TNT Championship has been redesigned again. <laughs> Yeah. A fourth time. It looks a little better. It's got a white strap now with green accents, but I mean, why do we keep reading? Do they know this belt sucks? So they're going to change it every two months. I think it's going to be either they're going to get a new belt or they're going to like get a new or something. Cause it's going to, they're not going to be on TNT anymore. Yeah. They're going to have the TNT title on TBS. Uh, so uh, have to do something. Um, and then a Dr. Britt Baker promo. Yeah, she can talk. This was decent. Um, and Vicky. And then Vicky screamed, and I fast-forwarded. Mm. <laughs> uh, then we had a weird match. Sammy Guevara took on We Were Utah. I don't know why We Were Utah is with Orange Cassidy and all them, but I guess because Trent's out, so I don't, they had to replace him I with somebody. <laughs> I don't know why he was out there either. And then uh, the thing is, you know, We Were Utah... He was just a, a like a just starting out with ROH not that long ago. Yeah. And he was in that the pure title tournament. And all of a sudden now he's, you know, on AEW Dynamite, like getting a one on one match. So weird. Some offense and I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. I liked how Tony Schiavone said he's been following this man's career. It's like he's been wrestling like two years, hasn't he? <laughs> like <laughs> and um 
Sammy Guevara won. Why does everyone do go to sleeps now or variations of go to sleeps? I, that's a good question. And he, did, he hit his version of it and won. Very quick match. Wuyuta got a little bit of offense in, but I don't know why this match happened. It seemed like a filler. It was just a filler match. They could have took some time off this next match and gave it to that match, honestly. Because uh, we had Yuka Sasaki back. She took on Penelope Ford, and this match was, eh. Yeah, this was not good. <laughs> this was definitely the low point of uh, of the night. This uh, is where it started to go downhill. At, uh, this uh, Sammy Guevara match, and then this. This kind of took it down a little bit. I mean, the, the the Guevara match wasn't horrible. Like you said, it was just kind of weird because yeah, it was a jobber, and you usually don't see jobber matches on Dynamite. But uh, but yeah, this match was not good. Uh, the genie, that's what I call her. She uh she messed up a lot and yep. she usually does. That's yep. why I don't like seeing her wrestle. Yeah, messes up a lot. Yep. Uh, at one point, uh, Penelope Ford didn't know how to put her own fin- finisher on, so it took her a little while to get it hooked up, hooked yep. in there. She hasn't been um, on TV in a while. Got to give her some. Well, some that's slack there. that's an honest that's an honest thing though. Is that these people don't they don't get much wrestling time, some of them, and then they put them on their freaking national TV show and they for, like they haven't wrestled in six months. Well, that's you think true. about that's what, dark, that's what darks were on. But they fuck up I mean, on dark all the time. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you think about it. Like, look at Penelope Ford's, uh, you know, husband. Well, I guess they're married or whatever they are. Uh, Kip Sabian, you know. Yeah. He's not a bad wrestler. He just gets no TV time to even harness his moves. He's in. not even on dark right now. I don't know if he's injured or what. Uh, but he's not even. Well, I mean, I mean, Miro destroyed him. Remember? Yeah, but this is AEW. They don't care about that stuff. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Suzuki won this match. This was not good. This was not good. And this got a commercial break in between it, which is like, really, <laughs> this match gets a yeah. commercial break. Um. And then yeah. our main event, the coffin match, Darby Allen versus Ethan Page. This started off stupid. Uh, Allen attacked him and then took off his jacket to reveal a steel plate. And then he had a coffin drop and then threw the steel plate away. That would have been an interesting thing to have on the whole match or for something else to do, but whatever. Because it served no purpose because Ethan Page got right up after that. That's a good point. Yeah, that, that part of the match was not good. The rest uh, of it wasn't. Uh, Sky popped out of the coffin at the beginning and then Sting walked down the, the poor Scorpio Sky. He just gets jobbed out the sting every week. <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, the camera. So the bad part was sting went for a stinger splash, but the camera completely just missed it. So no one knew what happened. <laughs> Apparently sky moves, but the announcers had to tell us because the camera didn't see it. Um, this was not a bad match. It ended very weirdly. Uh, this- I'll tell you one thing. If you're a fan of Darby Allen, you will not be a fan very long because this guy's only going to have probably a five-year career. He uh, he takes uh, Mick Foley and Jeff Hardy and turns it up to 11. I mean, the shit that he's – it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, he took a, took a crazy bump on the steel steps. He took a, a razor's edge off the, off the middle rope onto the steel stairs. That's stupid. I mean, he says he goes out there and gives every match like his like it's his last. And I mean, kudos to that if you can do it. 
But uh, very well, one of these days, it is going to be his last match. <laughs> yeah, every match you watch could be Darby Allen's last match. Um, Maybe that's the intrigue. Maybe that's what brings the fans. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's match, what sells the tickets. This match ended. Ba- Allen was, like, biting Ethan Page's face, and he picked up a skateboard, jumped off the ropes, hitting him, and then Page fell into the coffin. That's how it ended. Well, yeah, and I and I was like, I was like, after all the crazy shit we saw in this match, I was like, that's kind of a lame ending. But then, yeah, well, Allen did not disappoint. Yeah, uh, went to the top, went to the top rope, and this is where Jeff kind of got it right because he did the coffin drop into the coffin with nope. Page oh. inside. Which I, I man, Ethan Page had to be like, this is stupid. <laughs> I mean, how I don't want to take that. Ah. Uh. I yeah. mean, off the top rope through the coffin. I mean, that. I'm hoping maybe they found a way to get Ethan Page out of there, but I don't think they. No, did. he was in there. No, he was. You could see him. He was in there. He was. I mean, what do you? What just, do you do? Close your eyes and just hope for the best. I just just laying there whistling to himself, like, "Well, this is gonna fucking suck." <laughs> I mean, good lord. I mean, granted, Darby Allen does weigh like the the weight of a piece of paper, but I mean. <laughs> Yeah, that, that is a dangerous, dangerous spot. Uh, but I will I will give AEW credit. Uh, this was an entertaining show. Uh, this was not a bad show. I, you know, I know a lot of people call me an AEW hater. I am not hating on them today. I actually enjoyed this match, this show. Um, I think it's just fans being back make it better. I, it may not have been a good show. I just like having fans back. <laughs> I could have a, could have a, an impact on it. Raw is probably going uh, to be speaking like... Of impact, speaking of impact... Look, oh, look at that transition. Uh, let's get into these predictions, Ryan, because we have a worthy adversary here because he got that Darby Allen match perfect. Okay, uh, <laughs> this so we are going to be doing predictions for both Slammiversary and Money in the Bank as both matches, take both shows, uh, take place this weekend with Slammiversary being on the 17th and impact and Money in the Bank being on the 18th. Now... This is Jess' first time, so I'm going to read the rule, have the rules. And if anyone's listening, this is your first time listening to one of our predictions. This is how it works. We will add up the amount of matches total between both shows, which is 13 total matches. Now, we are recording this on Thursday. Um, if matches are announced afterwards, we can't help that. We are only going by the matches that are announced as of this recording. Um, we will add up every match. There's 16. What did I say? <laughs> 13 matches. 13 matches. We will pick a winner for every match, and then you will add on a point total to that match. The more points you add is how confident you are, um, and you can only use one once. So you'll have one through 13 each match. You will pick your winner, and then you will pick the amount of points you want to put on the line. If you get the match right, you get that amount of points. Most points win. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So we are going to start with Slammiversary since it is the first show. We're going to have some opportunities for some bonus points as well. All right. For these two shows because we have a couple mysteries, mystery opponents on these shows. So the first match on Impact Wrestling Slammiversary Eddie Edwards versus W. Morrissey. Let's let Jeff go first since it's his first time. 
All right. Well, this one's a tough one here. Um, you know, you, you never know how to book an impact show, really. We say that um, we say that every time we predict impacts. <laughs> just because he hasn't really done a whole lot. He's had like what two matches on impact since he's debuted. I'm going with Morrissey on this. That's a, that's a, that's an honest, uh, yeah, I think that's a good bet. And, I think uh, that's a good, good bet. How many points for that one? What were the point systems again? I'm trying, I'm trying to wager this out now. Uh, one through 13. And remember we one. do have money in the bank too. So we try to try to, allocate your mat and your points <laughs> between the yeah two. i'm just yeah. gonna go with one point on that honestly okay that's where i always screw up i always leave for money in the bank i always or the wwe paper when we do these two ones i leave all my big ones for that show so i'm gonna try not to do that this time um for this one i'm gonna i'm gonna have to agree um i feel like morrissey's gonna get the win here I don't see a reason why they would put Eddie Edwards over this on this one. So I'm going to agree with Jeff. I'm going to say Morrissey gets the win. I don't like that name, by the way. I still don't like the name Morrissey. W Morrissey. Um, and I'm going to put, uh, let's go with four points on the line. All right. I think I'm going to kind of boring, but I'm going to agree with both of you. Because, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, Impact does do one thing right. They do let people go on winning streaks. So I am going to go with Morrissey for four. Uh, I don't know what the W stands for. William. I don't know. <laughs> William. Wakanda Morrissey, baby. Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Um, the next matchup, the tag team match for the Impact Knockouts Tag Team Championship. Fire and Flava, the two-time Knockouts Tag Team Champions, defend against Havoc and Rosemary. Since you went last, Nathan, we'll let you go first this time. All right. I, you never know. They've been flip-flopping these tag team titles left and right. Uh, kind of like the NXT tag team titles. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to say... I don't know. Rosemary doesn't get a whole lot. They kind of like her in this company. I think they might win this. I'm going to say Rosemary and Havoc for two. Um, that's, a, that's a good – it's a good – it's good. Um, I'm going to disagree, <laughs> though. I, I think for some reason they really like Fiverr and Flava, and I think Havoc and Rosemary are together now, but they've been enemies. They've been together. They're a, they're a weird group. Um, so I, I'm going to go with Fire and Flava. For, uh, let's go. I don't. I, see, again, I gotta allocate my 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 numbers. There's seven on this show, so um, let's go with five. That's maybe too much. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going with here now, this is based off of another prediction I have because impact I've noticed over time, you know. They, they don't like if they already have a big championship change coming, they aren't going to uh, change a smaller title. So, what I'm seeing is I'm going to stick with Fire and Flava, uh, and I'm going to go with three points because I see another women's belt changing hands. Ooh. Okay. 
Uh, we'll go with the other tag team titles, the men's tag team championships, a four-way match. I hate these because you never know where they're going to go. Um, the champions, Violent by Design, will defend against Rich Swan and Willie Mack, TJP and Follow Ball, and the Good Brothers. Ah, I, I hate four-way matches. You never know um, which way it's going to go. I'll go first on this one. Um, I, I think, I think Violent by Design. I think they're going to keep. I think they're going to retain. All right. I think they're going to retain. I'm going to go with only one point here, though. <laughs> and I'll go second here, um, if that's all right with you, fellas. That's cool. Yep. So what I'll be looking at is Violent by Design as well. And uh, I'm only going to put two on it because, you know, Ryan had it right. The unpredictability of these big man matches are yeah, so you unpredictable. You can't put too many points on the line on a fucking four-way <laughs> yeah uh did you say rich swan and willie mack are one of the teams yes all right i'm gonna i'm gonna differ from you guys i'm gonna go Ooh. i'm gonna go uh rich swan and willie mack i'm gonna take them because rich swan you know he's, he hasn't done anything since he lost his world title that's true uh so i think he's gonna i think they're gonna win them here i think they're gonna win these tag team titles they, they flip-flop tag team titles left and right on these shows so I'm going to go one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, four-way matches, you never know. Um, we'll go to that other match that Jeff mentioned. Diana Parasso defends against a mystery opponent now. <laughs> Bonus points on the line in this one. Because you have to you can pick who the mystery opponent is. If you get it right, you get a bonus point. Well, I already got mine locked in, boys. <laughs> well, go ahead. All right. What'd you go All for? right. I've been itching at this one. I believe we will see a new champion. And that new champion is going to be one Miss Laurel Van Ness, Chelsea Green herself. Ooh. Ooh. Mm, I kind of like it. How many points? Because I'm going to put. Six points on. Wow. Now, even if she's not the person, if, if the person beats Deanna Prazo, you still get those six points. You don't get yes. the bonus point, but you'll still get those six points. Yeah, you'll still get the six points, even if the yeah, even if the person you chose is. So if Deanna Prazo loses, you still get those points. Gotcha, um, gotcha. I. Man, this one's rough. Um. This one's rough. <laughs> you never know with these surprises because I've never, I don't think I've gotten any of these right ever. I don't think I've ever gotten a surprise right. Um, I do think Dion is going to, some, some, I, 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 I just think she's going to retain. I don't know why. I think she's going to retain. I don't know why. That's just how I feel. Um, so I think Dion is going to retain. I'm going to put. Ooh. I'm gonna put. Oh boy, I don't. I want to keep some small ones for the. Let's go. Two points, and for the bonus, who I think she's gonna fight, we're gonna go to off the wall. We're gonna go. I don't know what her new name is. We're gonna go Peyton Royce. Damn it! You took mine. Cassie Lee, I believe, is what she's. Her real name is what she's gonna go by. I believe. 
That's who I think. And then that's going to lead to her losing. And then the other one's going to come in. <laughs> Jessica uh, McKay. Took, yeah, you took mine, damn it. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Mr. Opponent, I'm going to go with Jess' idea of Deanna Perrazzo losing. Ooh. She hasn't – she has held this title for a long time. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm going to put – have I used three points yet? Not – you have not. I'm going to use three points on this one. And as for her opponent, hmm. Damn, I did not know this was a thing, so I am not prepared for this. <laughs> uh, let's see. For her for opponent, let's see. Oh, I'm going to go really out of the box. Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane? I mean, what else has she been doing? She kind of Isn't she still on. somewhat contracted with WWE for, I, like, promotional I, shit? I think so, but I, I honestly have no idea if she's still in a contract. I, now, what I, if we're all wrong, guys? What if it's someone they're swerving us? What if it's someone that's in the company, like well, Sue Young returning? I thought, about, could. It, I thought about that. I thought about that. I also thought about the why are they not – they brought in Taylor Wilde, and she's not – why is it – it could be her. <laughs> it could just be Taylor Wilde. It could be. It could. It could very well be somebody on the roster. <laughs> um. Oh, we have, next matchup: Chris Saban versus Moose. Weird match. <laughs> Not much I can say. Yeah. Yeah. I. I'm. I'm pretty sure Moose is going to win this match. Uh. I'm. I'm so certain that he's going to win. I'm going seven points on it. You took exact words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I was gonna go the same. Um, I did, yeah. I just, I'm gonna go. I'll, 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 I'm gonna match you. I don't like matching you, but that was exactly what I was thinking before you, the words came out of your mouth. I was thinking Moose for seven. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna have to agree with you there. So what I'm thinking, fellas, is I'm thinking Moose as well, but I'm only gonna put four on it now because I can see Impact. He just resigned with them. I could see him doing a storyline where he build loses, loses. And builds that freight train of itself up to the belt again. What happened? You know, they just resigned him, so now they can be like, "Oh, screw it, we can we can mess with him now." <laughs> no, I think he will win, but I could also see that happen. And uh, we have, well, I guess we could call this the uh, Impact version of Money in the Bank, the Six Man Ultimate X Match for the X Division Championship. Josh Alexander. This yeah, Josh Alexander defends against Petey Williams, Trey Miguel, Ace Austin, Chris Bay, and Rohit Raju. And I talked about multi-man matches. This is going to be a rough one. Um. Yeah. I. I have not picked a champion to lose yet, and it's not going to change yet. I'm going to go Alexander. I think somehow uh, Alexander retains here. I'm going to go with Alexander for, I God, you know, I, I realize I'm doing it again. I'm taking all my small ones early. I'm not going to have any left for money in the bank. So we're going to have to go with, oh, God, I got to go big. I got to go big. Uh, eight points. I got to go big. Wow. 
Well, Ryan, I will match you that eight points. But I feel like we're seeing a change of hands. Uh, I do believe we will see a guy impact is high on. He just came back. Chris Bay as the new champion. I was leaning that way. I, I really feel like, yeah, they could put it on him again, but it's impact, man. You never know what impact's going to do. Yeah. And, oh, man, this is tough. Um, I'm going to go five points. And I'm going to go with somebody that has not held the belt, and that's Trey Miguel. Yeah. You said five points? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I forgot Trey's never held it. I really thought he's held it. I thought everybody in this match was champion, so I kind of – that's – I would like to see my favorite Impact wrestler, Ace Austin, win it, but I think his days are done with the Impact title or that's with the X-Division title. Man, Trey Miguel is probably a really good choice. <laughs> yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I think Trey Miguel is going to win. <laughs> <laughs> and the main event, no disqualification for the Impact World Championship, Kenny Omega defends against Sandy Callahan. Is this where they finally take it off Omega? I will let Jeff go first here. Well, this is a toughie, man. It is. I think it all depends on what AEW is going to do with Kenny. Um, I feel like I'm going to go Sammy Callahan or we'll go seven. Mm, calling All for right. a new champ. Oh man. Um when is AEW's next pay-per-view? Or when's all out? Is that their September? next Yeah. I think. All out mm-hmm. is uh September fifth. I don't think he's going to lose till then, Ryan. I just don't. So, I'm going Kenny Omega. Um, Kenny Omega, eight points. I Oof. might regret that. Oof. Here's the thing. I've been going back and forth between both of these people. I, 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 I think Nathan's right. I don't, I don't know if he holds it till September, but I don't think he loses it here. And I think Omega's going to retain, and then he's going to be challenged by someone debuting. Someone's going to come out after this. I don't know who. I don't know what big name could sign, but I think that might, and then that person might take it off of him. Because I don't see anyone really other than uh, it, it, on Impact taking this auto off of him on the current roster. I really don't. It would have had been Moose for me, the only one credible. Yeah, that was the one I thought would be Moose, and now that he didn't win, I don't know who they go for. So... I think Omega wins here. I'm going to go nine points. <laughs> All right. Oh, that man. is the Impact yeah. Slammiversary portion of the predictions. We're going to move over to Money in the Bank. There are six matches currently scheduled for Money in the Bank, four championship matches, and two Money in the Bank ladder matches. We'll start off with the Raw Tag Team Championships, AJ Styles and almost defending against the Viking Raiders. All right. 
Viking Raiders. Oh boy. Uh, they haven't held these titles very long. No, they've not. WrestleMania. Yeah. I feel like they shouldn't lose them yet, but yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, I feel like uh, AJ and almost are gonna retain. I feel like this is gonna be a better match than what we've seen them in before. I think they might, maybe, maybe they'll get some offense in on almost. Maybe show a little kink in his armor. I don't know. We'll see. Or is that chink in his armor? Not kink. Kink. Uh, I think it's chink, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go ten, ten points. Woo, woo. It's a big one. Well, I'll follow it up. I'll follow Nathan there. I'll go nine points and hate to pick the same, but I got to go AJ and Omos. Yeah, I I think you can't take – if you want Omos to be this big, bad guy that you want to push, you can't have him lose already. Um, this is their first defense. So, I mean – unless Unless AJ loses and then he turns on him already. Yeah, that I mean, that would be something WWE would do. This is a fast track that. Um, and this would be the first time other than the Morrissey match, but I'm gonna have to agree across the board with you guys. I think almost is gonna almost and styles are gonna get the win here. I just gotta think of the points I want to put on the line. Um let's go. I hate to agree, but I'm gonna go 10 points as well with almost. Um, the next matchup for the Raw Women's Championship, Rhea Ripley defends against Charlotte Flair. I have who I want to win, but I got to think of what WWE's going to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think they're going to make the right call here. I, 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 I'm got hope and I'm praying. I'm going to go Rhea Ripley. I think they they can't take it off of her. She just won it. They got to have Ripley and Bianca hold the titles for a while, I feel like, to make those WrestleMania moments more special. Um, that That's just my thought. So um, I, I think it's going to be Ripley, and I'm going to go oof, three points. <laughs> What, what do you think, Jeff? Uh, I got to go Rhea Ripley as well. But I think she, you know, they've been kind of teasing Charlotte, molding her into one of the dirtiest players in the game now. I think Rhea for 12. Ooh. Nice. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I, this is like her second time going after it, so. I, I don't see Charlotte losing that often. <laughs> she didn't, um, I mean, yeah, but didn't, wasn't what was the last finish? Was it a disqualification? Yeah. yeah. But technically, off. she didn't really. She won the last one. She did. You're right. She technically did win the last match. Just trying to. I'm not going to try to sway your your opinion or anything. But technically, Charlotte already beat Rhea. So. I'm still going Charlotte. I'm going Charlotte at 11. Oh. <laughs> Man. I don't want it to happen. Oh. 
All right, let's do the women's money in the bank ladder match. We've got one spot on the line, so same thing as the other one. Um, you get to pick who you think it is. I already got mine locked in. It's going to be Asuka versus Naomi versus Alexa versus Nikki Cross versus Liv Morgan versus Zelina Vega versus Natalia and a person to be decided. They named it. It's Tamina. Wait, they already named it? No. Yeah, it's Tamina. Oh, my God. God, I had, I joked about that on our last podcast. Oh, Son of a bitch. God. Are you kidding me? It's Tamina? I mean, you, you can put... fact check me, Ryan, but I'm pretty sure they just announced yeah, it. Yeah, it, like, yeah, it's all, it. yeah, they just announced it. Oh, my God. Well, there goes that. You have Tony Storm debuting. It's a match where she can't get pinned. Why would I you put her in it? I thought it was going to be fucking Sonya. I thought Sonya was going to put herself in. Either one of those choices would be better than Tamina. Why do you see? This is the fact that they need to get rid of the smack the women's tagging titles because they don't give a shit about them because put them both in this match. Oh my god! Well, that just brought down this whole match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, there are no bonus points then. Uh, as far as who I think's going to win. Of these choices, I don't see any of them. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little off the wall. I'm gonna say Liv Morgan wins. Wow. Damn it! Uh, I'm gonna go Liv for six. Wow. Well, I, um, well then. So Ryan kind of stole my thunder there. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So I did have it narrowed down to three. You know, I did think it was either going to be Liv, Nikki Cross, or Zelina. Me too. Um, I had it between Liv and Nikki, so. And I, that's what I narrowed it down to as well. Um, I feared since they did Goofball Otis last year, they won't do it again this year in the women's. So, I went with Liv Morgan, and I'm going to put five on it. Ooh. All right, Nathan. Uh, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going Alexa Bliss. That is a very good possibility. I'm going nine points. Um, I'm gonna. Here's how I think this match is gonna. I'll even give you how I think it's gonna end. Oh man, going since, in depth. Since Jeff, since Jeff called his shot on that, on that coffin match. Uh, <laughs> I think that the lights are gonna go out, and that money in the bank is gonna be in her hand, on the ground. God, like, damn it! Damn it! That is a very good possibility. <laughs> you just pissed me off. <laughs> I just, I, I think that that could be that, what happened. That would be so similar to Otis winning almost, but it could I happen. Know, but you it got two happen. of them. You got, you got two money in the bank. That's so. true. One of them's always, there's always fuckery in one of them. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that's a very good possibility. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. We'll go to the WWE Championship match. Bobby Lashley. Defense against Kofi Kingston. Um, this should be probably a really good match. Should be. I want one of you guys go first. I went first last time, so whoever wants to go first can go. I'll go first here. So, I go Bobby Lashley, locking it in, max pick of the night, 13. Oof. I'm, I'm going to match him word for word. Bobby Lashley, 13. I'm, There's no way Kofi wins this match. I'm going to go Lashley as well. I was going to go 13, 
and you guys both took it. Um, so I'm gonna save my 13 for later. I'm gonna go Lashley 12. I'm not gonna go full, but I'll agree with you guys. Yeah, there's no way Kofi's winning this. It would be the biggest shock of all time to have Kofi win this match. Yeah, yeah, like his title win at Mania against Brian. Everybody knew that was coming. Yeah, this would be the biggest like title match shocker of all time. Um, we'll go to the other title match. We'll say the men's money in the bank for last. Roman Reigns defending against Edge for the Universal Championship. Now, this could go one of two ways. Well, clearly, there's two people in the match. <laughs> but I think either Reigns wins clean. Or Edge wins, or Edge wins. I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. Well, wait a minute. I can't see I can't either. Remember, are fans back for Money in the Bank? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's way my opinion. Yeah, fans are back. So, I, um, I'm gonna go Reigns. I think Reigns. I'm gonna go max out with Reigns for 13 here. Yeah, um, Reigns, uh, I think, wins because I don't think – if he's going to lose, it'll be either be at SummerSlam or next year's Mania. I don't see him losing that money in the bank. Uh, plus, if they – the rumor is true about John Cena facing him at yeah, SummerSlam, then that, you definitely want that as for a title. You don't want that just being non-title. So, I'm going Roman Reigns 12. You know – this one might be the one that bites me. <laughs> or um, it could be the one that wins it for you. It could. The yeah, first this one, you know, the first big show, I don't really count Mania because Brian was in the match. So Edge's first singles match since fans are back. Yeah. And they saw how pissed off people were after Mania. I think they're going to go Edge. I think Edge is going to win. I'm going to put 11 on it. But I do not expect Ooh. him to hold the title long. See, here's the thing, and that could happen because then they could have Seth take it off Edge to where Seth doesn't take it off so they don't have Seth and Roman fight. And then they could move Roman to Raw at the, on the draft. Oh, I forgot about the draft. Fuck. I don't know when the draft is, but that could happen. The I, rumor I, is it's going to be in October now. Well, they pushed it then, so they'll know. But man, I don't know, man. That one could go... I, I think it rains, but yeah, Edge, because with fans being back, it really gives the opening to Edge winning. Yeah, I forgot about that draft. Uh. Um, and now the men's money in the bank, another one where who knows who's going to win this. Um, we got Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. Anyone but McIntyre and Rollins, and I will be okay. I don't... All right, Jeff. We let you start it. We're gonna let you end it. Oh boy. Um, this one, I know what I want him to do. I know what WWE's probably gonna do. I know what I really don't want them to do. Um, oh boy. <laughs> I'm gonna just go with my gut here, and I feel like. I got to do it. John Morrison for 10. I love that pick, but... Oh, 
I want to see that happen. I really really want that to happen. I want that to happen so bad. The only reason Uh, I think about it is because I think Morrison will win. Something will happen with him and Miz, and Miz is going to try to weasel his way into it like he did with Otis, and they're going to turn on each other. I can see it. I can see it. That would be that classic WWE thing of trying to do the same thing they did before and then swerving the fans. They do they do that all the time where they try to rehash the stuff that they've done. I'm, I'm liking I'm liking his pick, man. I'm liking it. Oh, what do you man. say, Ryan? I'm I really like the Morrison pick. I really do. And if the person that I pick does not win, that's who I'm rooting for. I'm gonna go Biggie. I, I think they're gonna pull the trigger on Biggie this year. I think this is the year they do it. And I, I'm gonna go Biggie with my final pick of ele- with eleven. Think this is when they're going to do it. I really hope either one of those are the same. I really hope my pick is. So I'm going with. I'm about to piss you guys off. I'm going with Drew McIntyre for six. Son of a bitch. Uh, I think. I think Drew wins it, and uh, he wins the Money in the Bank. But as we know, he can't challenge Bobby Lashley anymore. Oh. So I think he is either going to challenge Roman Reigns or he is going to hold this damn thing till Bobby Lashley loses. That could, yeah, I mean, my my big picks for me it was between Morrison, Ricochet, and Nakamura. I feel like Nakamura's on a hot streak, but uh, you know he's doing his own stuff right now with the King persona. Yeah. So. That's what threw me off in Nakamura is I think they're building him to do like a King of the ring type things, but he's got his own thing. I didn't pick Rollins. Cause I think he can get a title match without money in the bank. Owens would be okay, but he's already faced Roman. I don't think they're, I don't think a smack other than Big E. I don't think a SmackDown guy's getting it. Right. And then on raw, they like riddle and more. I, I mean, I'm okay with any of them but McIntyre, to be 100% honest. I just don't want to see – but that seems – the Nathan's right. That seems to be the way they're heading. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think – now, here's a hot take, and I know this don't count for anything, but <laughs> I don't think Riddle doesn't partake in the match. He is injured. Oh. I think it's either going to be Randy taking his spot Ooh. or – now, here's the big or – it's going to be someone returning to take his empty, vacated spot. I can well, see that. We got, or, fans come, we got fans here. Or they're building this McIntyre gender feud. Does gender take McIntyre out and cost him the money in the bank? And cost me my freaking title. And then, <laughs> and then they wrestle at SummerSlam. Yeah. A lot of possibility. Later as a special guest ref. <laughs> yeah, bring him back. <laughs> um, a lot of possibilities for Money in the Bank. Uh, it's one of my favorite papers of the year. Uh, that and Royal Rumble are like the two, my two favorites. And I'm and I'm super happy that fans are back for it. Um, yes, Money in the Bank without fans. If I wasn't on vacation, we'd all be watching this together. Let me tell you. Yeah. Oh sure. yeah. Um. So yeah. So uh, that's gonna that's gonna do it. Um. Again, we still got one more podcast to go before the weekend, but we want to do this today because we're not going to have a lot of time tomorrow to do this. Uh, it's because Nathan's got to leave for vacation. Well, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> um, 
As always, we post a new episode of the podcast every single day, Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central Time. Um, go ahead and tune in to the next uh, and when uh, blah, blah, blah. go ahead and check out all the other ones and tune in when they drop. Um, they drop early on Anchor and Spotify. The rest of them come later. So if you want to catch it when it first drops, listen on Anchor or Spotify. <clears throat> also, follow our social media at Sabri ENT to catch up on everything we're doing. Um, we will be doing a show tomorrow. We will be talking about NXT UK Impact and previewing SmackDown and all that other fun stuff. So um, this was a very fun episode. I had a blast with these predictions. This was great. Um, so uh, that's going to likewise. Do- uh, thank mm-hmm. you. For, thank you for listening. We appreciate all of your listens um, for Jeff and for Nathan. I am Ryan reminding you to always score if you can save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later. There you go.